your eyes are literally an extension of your brain. So when these infections get to the brain, they start pulling out oxygen and start depriving your eyes of, of blood flow. Hey everyone, this is Dr. Barrett. I'm a board certified chiropractic physician with a passion and emphasis in functional nutrition. We can't wait to add value to your health as well as the health of your family. Thanks for listening in to the Real Health Podcast. Hey, before we jump into today's episode, do me a favor. If you like this episode and you like hearing from Dr. B, share it on your Facebook, share it on your Instagram. We're really trying to get this health movement out. So without further ado, let's get to today's episode. Welcome back to the Real Health Podcast with Dr. B. This is your host, Lane Taylor. Hope everyone's having a fantastic day. We have reached episode four, part three on autoimmunity. Thanks so much for joining us today. Before we jump into today's segment, um, I I want to do a a fun little thing here because we have received so much good feedback Hmm. from the first couple episodes. And I want to read the review of the week. This is what we're going to call it. Um, We have... Hunter Wright has given us a review on Apple Podcasts. He says, Dr. Barrett is the real deal. He is constantly learning, teaching, and practicing health. But what I appreciate the most is how he is ground, how how the ground is he is about creating and building health. He works to make it accessible because he cares deeply. Hunter, thank you so much for that review. We really, really appreciate it. If you are liking these podcasts, make sure you go over to Apple. Give us a five-star review. Give us a, a rating. We'll read it here on the show. And uh, Dr. Barrett, welcome to uh, today's episode. Oh, man. I'm excited to be here. Honestly, we're recording this, but we've already had our first episode launch. Oh, yeah. And it's just incredible to hear the reviews and, and just the feedback. I mean... Uh, hundreds of listens already, yeah, uh, yeah. just the first episode, bumped it all the way up to the top. And so we're just so appreciative that you guys uh, value the information. So we're going to keep sharing it and we're going to try to share it in 20 minute segments. I mean, that's our goal in commuter style podcast. So, um, you know, autoimmunity is something I can talk on for hours, but we decided to do segments. And so we'll do the kind of the same thing heading forward. Um, don't don't forget, we did just record a bonus segment uh, on, on the C-19 jab and kids. Um, so there's a little uh, sweet 10-minute uh, uh, bonus segment out there on uh, on the podcast. So if you if you listen to this, make sure you search for that as well. We we officially have an Instagram page too. Come on, so go, go follow the Real Health Podcast on Instagram. If you have um, suggestions on future podcasts, make sure that you shoot a message, or even if you're in the office in Knoxville, make sure you let us know what you would like to hear from Doctor B. Yeah, let's go. Let's do real quick. Get to know Dr. B segment. Everyone, okay. Everyone's liking that one too. Okay. Biohack of the week. All right. Why did you do it? And uh, what's the benefit, I guess? Biohack okay. of the week. Yep. So um, I was thinking about this. Um, it would be uh, cold plunging. Cold plunging. So And it's it's cold outside. It's cold, so man. In Knoxville, yeah. The water temp's 55 right now is what my pool showed. So I'm, I'm leaving my pool open all year and I'm going to do some cold plunging. So... Um, I did a uh, 21 minute soak at 55 degrees because one of our our friends did a 20 minute soak at 57. That he did. So I had to do one minute longer. Um, and uh, and man, benefits are pretty awesome. The uh, so that was my biohack uh, tip of the week or biohack uh, event of the week. Uh, research is kind of cool. Showed that when you have 
a cold plunge, um, head even head out of water, obviously. You don't want to be submerged for an hour, but one hour head out of water, cold <laughs> soak, uh, showed a, at 57 degrees, increase in metabolic rate by 350%, 3.5x on your metabolic rate. And then you had plasma and norepinephrine increase, which is a uh, like an excited hormone, 300, uh, 530%, and then dopamine levels increased 250%. Uh, it's literally getting a shot shot in the arm for, for energy. So I came out of there feeling really, really good. And uh, so I had my kids dip their feet in and ask them how long they could stay. One stayed 18 seconds, the other one 38 seconds, and then Malachi lasted the whole 60 seconds. It's honestly the first couple minutes is the worst, and then you just settle into it. You get numb. You, you can't even you feel anything. Do. Yeah, you kind of do get numb. But so. the feeling afterwards, I will admit, if, if you haven't experienced like a cold plunge, it, the first couple minutes you're right. But I'm telling you. It's the coolest feeling afterwards. Oh, yeah. It's euphoric. It is. Yeah, it's, that's, that's the dopamine. That's dopamine going straight to the brain, that norepinephrine going straight to the brain. And then and then it sets your body in, in metabolic drive for, for hours to come. So you continue to just burn, burn, burn. It, it's one of the best ways to take white fat, make it brown fat, and burn it. So it actually helps overcome weight loss resistance, burns fat. Uh, so, so just so many incredible benefits. The Beard Biohack of the Week. You heard it right here. All right, so... Jumping into part three, again, if you haven't listened to part one or two or three, make sure you go back and listen to those. This episode is going to build on each other. Part one really focuses on where the immune system begins. Episode two, we focus on food allergies, food sensitivities, and today we're going to focus on organisms, mold, Lyme, viruses, bacteria. Why is this important when talking about autoimmunity? Well, because, you know, when we look at the immune system, it was designed to handle our environment, to Mm -hmm. kill organisms, to kill parasites and bacteria, keep them submerged, to kill viruses and not have them have their way. And one of the quotes that we made earlier in one of our podcasts was the immune system, uh, immunity is, is not the absence of symptoms. It's how quickly can you recover when you get an infection? How quick is that recovery time period? How quick can you return to normal day, daily activities? That's immunity. And so when we look at uh, all these organisms, why do they become drivers of autoimmunity? And what happens? Why, why does that you know, switch get flipped and what do we need to do to reverse it? So we're going to talk through that real briefly on like Lyme, mold, bacteria, viruses, parasites that we all deal with every single day. When it comes to having this conversation, where's the, with bacteria, what's the, where should we start? Where do you want to start this conversation? Well, it, again, let's start it in, um, in the gut. You know, the, the, the gut breakdown is the first piece that always happens because that's where your immune system is. And then the immune system becomes intolerant to our environment. And before we jump in, honestly, like this, for me, from from this standpoint, this isn't something really you even think about or you hear about That's to right. think about. And it's like, well, hold on a second. This is a big chunk of it, it sounds mm-hmm. like. Listen, if you're out there and you have weird neurological symptoms, brain fog, migraines, dizziness, vertigo, digestive system might be a little off as well, inflammation, you wake up swollen... This is hallmark for infections. This is the person that comes in my office. They've been everywhere else, and we test them, and we see uh, a lot of times black mold or Lyme or a virus is being what we call reactivated, or the immune system is 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 pretty much being defeated mm-hmm. in that very moment. Yeah. Um, that that organism is greater than that person's immune system. 
wow, I mean, that that's, you don't hear about that. Mm. And unless you come in the door of a practitioner like yourself that can look at, again, if you go back to the podcast that we've listened to in the discovery phase, and you can say, okay, this is, this is what we're going to look at. This is how we're going to look at it. And bacteria could be a huge component of what's happening in your body right now. That's right. Let's, I mean, here's some examples, right? So we've all heard of strep, right? Strep infection, strep throat. In an, in an adult, I'll just say, is awful. Yeah. It, oh. it, it, it is awful. Well, if, if you have a subclinical strep infection, which means you had strep throat, but you never really got rid of it, especially in kids, that is a hallmark long-term for creating autoimmune cardiovascular disorders. Really? So, oh yeah, strep is hearts. Strep, heart, heart, strep. We see um, uh, oral, like gingivitis. Okay. There's a specific bacteria that causes gingivitis. That same bacteria in your di- in, di- in your mouth can cause rheumatoid arthritis and cardiovascular autoimmunity. Um, when we look at uh, like candida, right? We've heard of yeast in the gut. Candida has been shown if we don't kill it and keep it at a level that's subclinical, uh, in essence, our immune system is, isn't able to overcome that infection. Candida is associated with not only GI disorders like colitis mm-hmm. and, uh, and Crohn's, um, but extraintestinal autoimmunities like uh, brain, like joints, like thyroid. So that's, that's candida. When we look at organisms like parasites, that uh, parasites can cause fibromyalgia. So if you've been diagnosed with fibromyalgia, immediately I'm running a pathogen panel. I'm looking for parasites, specifically one we call blastocystis, which is actually one I found on my, my one of my daughters from swimming uh, swimming in our lakes here in, in, in Knoxville. Wow! So we, we we think parasites in Africa, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, uh, Norris Lake, right down the road, right? So we went swimming. She picked up Blastocystis hominis, and then ended up creating uh, some major GI issues in her wow. um, that okay. we took, took a few months to discover. Uh, we look at old like bacteria like we just had i just had a patient with like a rheumatoid arthritis diagnosis okay found mycoplasma which is a common bacteria um we found streptozymes common bacteria so when they did aspiration of rheumatoid arthritis joints when they literally just pulled out the fluid they tested it it was over 90 percent of the time had mycoplasma in it in that in one research study wow bacteria yeah and literally it, all you get from a typical rheumatologist is, you know, steroids, anti-inflammatory, immune suppressors. They don't, they don't think, hey, it's probably bacteria. Let's go ahead and address that as being the source issue. Mold is probably one of the biggest issues people deal with, um, and so there's there's uh, black molds called stachybotrys. That's one. If you have any neurological symptoms that are unexplained, look at black mold or look at penicillium, aspergillus or statuboitrous symptoms yeah, headaches that's right blurred vision okay. Yep. okay dizziness and actually this is a $15 test this is just hey this is this could be a game changer for you if you're out there if you're listening from a different state a different country and you're like hey uh, you know i've been struggling with some brain fog and headaches and just weird brain symptoms do this test okay i, I mean literally pause the episode and do this test <laughs> Uh, you go to VCS, V as in Victor, C as in Cat, S as in Sam, VCSTest.com, uh, and you're going to do this visual contrast sensitivity test. 
And what it's, what it's going to look at is the oxygenation to the eyes by distinguishing contrast. So you just literally do it online on a computer. Okay. 15 bucks, and the reliability between that and either it being lime or, or mold in your brain is well over 90%. You're not going to get a false negative. If you're positive on this VCS test, more than likely you have either black mold or Lyme disease as being the source issue behind all your neurological symptoms. Are there other tests out there or is that a pretty, let's, let's stick with that one first. Yeah, that's standard. That's it, what okay. we call phase one in our office, the discovery phase. If you fail that, then we move to phase two, okay. which is intense laboratory analysis. But Dr. Richie Shoemaker wrote a phenomenal book called Surviving Mold. And that book, he designed the VCS test for all of his mold patients that when he treated them, he wanted to see where they're at and then how they progressed. So we would literally use visual contrast sensitivity testing to, dis- to distinguish how well their nervous system was recovering. Because you know these infections, what they do is they starve your body of blood flow, of oxygen. So when your eyes are literally an extension of your brain, so when these infections get to the brain, they start pulling out oxygen and start depriving your eyes of, of blood flow. And so that that creates an inability to distinguish between contrasts. Wow. You know what people call this? Nighttime blindness. So you're driving a car wow. and cars are coming the other way and you're just having a difficult time just to create contrast change. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're probably one of those patients. Black mold can come in all forms. Yeah, it, it's homes mainly. Yes, yeah, it's, it's we call it a, a sick building syndrome. Okay, the building it, it's sick. It's in the drywall. It's in the paint. You know, it's behind the it's behind the paint, mm-hmm. and uh, it's just water damaged buildings. So, it's uh, it's really common. It's more common than people think, but it doesn't affect everyone, and that's that's the big thing to keep in mind. If you have a strong immune system, these organisms aren't going to affect you, right? It it's like chickenpox, right? When we get chickenpox, we kill it and then we develop immunity to it. Mm-hmm. But it stays in our body. It stays dormant because our immune system keeps it in check. Okay? Keeps it in the corner. It does. Okay. All right. And it's like your immune system's the bully. And it says, hey, you go there and you stay there mm-hmm. and you, you're not allowed to come out. Okay. Okay. But then your immune system takes a few you know, uppercuts from Muhammad Ali called stress and sugar. I knew you were going to say stress and sugar. <laughs> if, you're, if you listen to all four episodes, stress and sugar, you're going to hear that. That's exactly right. And so now the immune system's like, well, where am I? And then that, that dog in the corner starts coming out. You know what that's called? It's called shingles. Now, interesting is the C19 jab is actually shown an increase in herpes zoster shingles. So it's, it's, what it's doing is because the jab is affecting um, the immune system in such a in such a way it's allowing these other organisms to kind of creep up come to the top and so that's why we're seeing a, a resurgence in shingles um i've seen it clinically but we're also seeing it uh worldwide wow so what? it's all about you know keep having an immune system keep all these organisms in check other bacteria linked to autoimmunity yeah, the those the mycoplasma and the streptozymes are the big bacteria that are associated with you know like an RA rheumatoid arthritis, but you know then we get into the, those viruses uh, like old Epstein Barr, mm-hmm. like you say you had a mono as a kid. Yep, okay. which most people do. That's right. Well, uh, mono as a, as a, like a resurgence um, has been associated with multiple autoimmunities, so joint 
Uh, lupus, if you've been diagnosed with lupus, again, you just get the diagnosis and you think, well, there's nothing else to do. I'm just going to take these drugs for the rest of my life. No. What caused that, right? Mm -hmm. So lupus, we see it being neurological. We see it being thyroid. We see it being liver autoimmunity, um, type 1 diabetes, and multiple food immune reactions as well. Just from a reactivated Epstein-Barr. Just out of curiosity, and we don't have to go down this rabbit hole, but I, I, I'm interested in knowing that what you just gave the analogy of the dog in the corner, your immune system is strong, avoid stress, avoid sugar. Um, medicine, if you are prescribed a medicine for RA or another type of autoimmunity, what's the, what, is, what is that medicine doing? What is that drug doing? Causing cancer. Um, but what it's supposed to do, <laughs> sorry, I had to, I had to. <laughs> It does. That's what it says. Yeah. You're, gonna, you're, pro- you're probably going to develop cancer because it suppresses your immune system even more, which is ludicrous because you need a strong immune system. But the, the idea is because it's autoimmune. See, these organisms, like I mentioned with food on the last episode, these organisms, they're similar in protein structure to something in the body. Right, we talked about that with food, like gluten is to the thyroid. Again, if you have not listened to that section of episode three, that that was phenomenal. Like that that parallel, yeah. and I'm hearing that in this one too. Right, it, it, and that's the parallel, right? These organisms, they mimic molecularly mimic a tissue in the body, um, and so then the immune system becomes confused and starts attacking the infection because it's been right knockout punch. With stress and sugar, it's confused, so it starts attacking the organism, but then it starts attacking the body too. That mimics the organism, mm-hmm. and that's where we get autoimmunity. And so, then logically, obviously, the medication route is hey, let's suppress the autoimmunity, let's suppress the immune system so it doesn't attack your own body, and then also give it you know a bunch of corticosteroids that suppress inflammation, and then hopefully, we keep ch- check. Uh, keep the symptoms in check. But then that creates a whole nother problem. I mean, you talk about suppressing the immune system, you're just waiting to die from a novel virus that just ha- might just happen to hit the planet Earth in, 20, <laughs> in 2019, 2020. So you, if, you, if, you, if you think about just the mindset, it's like, hey, no, we, we need to fix the immune system. Um, and the way you do that is you don't necessarily attack the virus. You don't have to. You don't have to give a bunch of antivirals, right? You have to rework the immune system. You have to say, hey, immune system, okay, let's get you in the corner. Let's get some water on your face. Let's put some Vaseline on the eyebrows. Let's get you back out in the fight, right? We need a pep talk. And the pep talk is the gut. Period. End of story. (laughs) The gut. It is. Yeah, I mean, that's exactly what we have talked about on the other previous episodes. I mean, it's the gut. It's keeping your gut healthy. And the immune system... You know, we are designed perfect, beautifully, wonderfully made. And the immune system is designed to fight off what is out there in the world. And how can we fight off what needs to be fought off? What else in this episode in regards to bacteria, organisms? If you have someone come in here that is just, they're just struggling. What, what's your approach? How are you going to take patient A through the steps of figuring out, you know, what, what, what could be causing some of the issues that you have? Well, yeah, we're going to test them out, right? We're going to get into that discovery phase. We're going to run that VCS panel. We're going to do some laboratory analysis through iGenix or Cyrex Labs 
So we're gonna do a functional medicine approach workups like we typically do. Uh, but you know what? Everyone starts the same place. Everyone starts, no matter what their lab tests show, whether it's virus, bacteria, parasites, or Lyme, it doesn't matter. They all start the same place. And the step one is the gut. It's, hey, what do we need to do to decrease inflammation and improve the digestive lining? That's immune system. So we're going to give high potency um, nutrients to help the digestive lining get better. We're going to give things like colostrum immunoglobulin therapy um, that you that you can you can take. You're going to give probiotics. We're going to give glutathione. It's a nice, powerful antioxidant and anti-inflammatory. We're usually going to give some liquid turmeric. We're going to give a high dosage omega threes to reduce inflammation. Um, so we're going to just kind of rebuild some base things that the body needs. Um, but it's pointless to go through detoxification and biodetoxification if we haven't set the gut right. Mm. So we got to get the gut right. We got to calm down gut inflammation. So when do you know your gut's right? Well, when you're not bloated anymore, you're not having reflux, you're uh, having a normal formed bowel movement once to twice a day. Like that's, that's, that is a healthy digestive system. Most of us don't have that. So there's a great product I like. It's from a company called Designs for Health. It's kind of a staple in my, in my practice. It's called GI Revive. And it's just such a good product to use because this product is just a leaky gut repair. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't matter who you are, you can take it and it's gonna help. GI Revive's gonna help that intestinal lining. I'm gonna usually give them some colostrum. You can do a goat milk colostrum um, that's just pure immunoglobulins to help calm down the immune system but also rebuild it in, 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 in kind of a, a double whammy there. Um, then with the gut as well, we're gonna either give them a spore-based probiotic or, or, or soil-based organisms, or we're gonna give them a fermented-based probiotic. Um, and then again, we're gonna give them, we're gonna increase their glutathione levels so their liver can start working a little bit better. And that's phase one, that's it, that's what we do. Uh, we'll usually identify some food reactions. So my typical recommendation is even if you didn't test them, hey, let's just eliminate the big four food reactions, and then, uh, and then we go from there. Tying a bow on all part all all the parts of autoimmunity. Takeaway: What do you what do you want these listeners to take away from all three of these parts? Well, it's not a death sentence. That's that's the first thing. Is hey, it's not something that you have to live with. You don't you have to be on medication for the rest of your life. Okay, so the first thing is hey, let's get some hope here and let's start some discovery process. Okay, so when there's no hope. <laughs> Bro, are you going to change your nutrition if there's no hope? If you go to the doctor and say, hey, does nutrition have a role? And they say no. Are you going to change your nutrition? No, you're not going to change it. So I'm going to tell you, change your nutrition. Remove these four big offenders. If you don't do any food allergy testing, remove these four. Gluten, dairy, corn, soy. Okay? Those are the big four food protein offenders. The next thing to remove is hydrogenated oils. Canola, soybean, vegetable oils. Okay? So if you just did that, plus... The removal of sugar, immediately our diet has improved. You can call it paleo, you can call it Whole30, whatever you want, but just keep it simple. Remove those four food proteins, remove those hydrogenated oils, and remove straight sugar, and your your nutrition's gonna immediately get better. So that's the nutrition step. And then, hey, start, start repairing the gut. Take a little GI Revive, take a little probiotics, start taking care of your digestive system. Uh, but then, as always, you gotta work with a practitioner, find someone locally. Uh, reach out to us. We'll, we'll be, be able to provide you with a network of docs in, our, in, in the area you live in. We'll try to find someone for you. But that's it, man. Get hope. Change your nutrition. Decrease your stress. 
and uh, and and there's healing. There's yeah. there's the potential for healing, and we'll talk about it on some future episodes. But that's really when like things like fasting come into play, because that that's and you know saunas and and cold water therapies and biohacking can really help. But it's pointless if you haven't changed your nutrition. Yeah, well, I can say going all through through all three of these parts, hope that you summed it up. I was gonna say that. You have given hope to the listeners that it is not a death sentence. So I thank you for that. I know I can probably speak for the listeners as well. Thank you for that. Thank you guys for listening to part three of this autoimmunity. If you haven't, go back and listen to part one and part two. Give us a review on Apple. Share this with your friends. Share this with your family members. Um, it really is going to help get the, uh, the, the movement out there. Thank you again. We will see you next time on the Real Health Podcast with Dr. B. Before you hit X, hold on one second. Hey, thanks so much for listening to the podcast today with Dr. B. Two things that would really help the Real Health Podcast movement. One, share it on your social media, your Facebook, your Instagram, wherever you're on a social network. And two, if you go to Apple Podcast and you scroll down, give us a five-star rating and give us a review. Thanks so much for your time, and we'll see you next episode.